Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Magna One Motorsports. Are you ready to go GNCC Racing? Look at these guys. Oh, boy. We got it wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down to the inside. No. Can't get the line he wants. National champion Jordan Ashford. I appreciate it, man. It's- the Split Line Off-Road Podcast from Magna One Motorsports. Here's your host, Rodney Cooper, and co-host, Brandon Whitehair. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon Whitehair, guys. What is up? I'm back. Brandon's back, I'm looking back. a little tanner. A little bit. I mean, just you have a glow about you. Oh, baby. Do I have the glow? <laughs> yeah, it's like that pregnancy glow. I got that soul glow, right? <laughs> he didn't even go to Florida. He just got spray tan. <laughs> just yeah, he just went to the tanning bed. That's right. Yeah. Is that a thing anymore? Does anybody ever do tanning beds oh, anymore? Oh man, people love Brandon's the like, all the time. I do the tanning bed all the yeah, time. Man. I have one in my basement. Yeah, yeah. right beside the dirt bike. No tan dirt lines. bike. No tan lines. No tan. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, back in the back in the seat, which means. Producer D is back in the producer seat. Devin, what's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? We are ready to get back and start talking about Tiger Run GNCC. Mm -hmm. What happened? What went down? Some excitement. Some excitement on Saturday. Excitement on Sunday. I'm excited to talk about it. Episode 110 is going to be a good one. We got Cody Barnes coming on the episode uh, later on in the show. Uh, So if you guys are uh, excited to hear from him, it's going to be uh, probably around 9 o'clock he's coming on. So, yeah, it's going to be a good show, guys. Before we get into it, though, we have to thank our awesome sponsors. First and foremost, we got to thank Magna One Motorsports coming on the show as the title sponsor this year. And we couldn't be more proud to have them on. If you need a used bike, helmet, goggles, and gear, or more, make sure you check out Magna One. You can go to their dealership in Tennessee, or you can check them out at any GNCC or NEPG event and get anything you need. If you're at the track and you realize, man, I forgot pads in my helmet, (laughs) or I forgot goggles, (laughs) or I need something, head on over to the Magna One Motorsports crew, and they will hook you up. While you're there, make sure you grab some of Magna One's Clean It, the revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike, ATV, and anything else you decide to take to the track this weekend. If you're racing, if you want to race on Easter Sunday, yep. you know, at the uh, um, God bless you. Mountain State Hair Scramble <laughs> Series, make sure you uh, shine everything up with that Magna One Clean It. We also got to thank Guts Racing since 1985. Guts has been a leader in seat innovation and technology. Customs cut seats, the best seat covers in the business. Style or performance, Brandon? Uh, style, baby. Style all day long. Look, Look pro. Pro. Go, go slow. slow. We gave a Guts Racing seat cover away this weekend for the Split Line Fantasy, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be giving another one away next month. So make sure you guys are playing that game so you can hook your bike up with that sweet Guts Racing seat cover. We also got to thank Seal Savers. If you want the ultimate fork seal protection, coil protection, mountain bike seal protection, UTV protection, make sure that you use Seal Savers. And if you, I mean, they're already affordable products, right, Brandon? Oh, yeah. But you can use the discount code SPLITLINE with a capital S to save 25% off of anything on their website. And if you're like Brandon, 
And oh, you yeah. cover everything with seal savers. <laughs> You're definitely protected, baby. You're protected, <laughs> and and you and and you can save a buck. That's you can right. save a buck. Save a bang. Yeah. Save a buck. Yep. And if you want to make it to the finish line, which I'm sure everybody does, Devin likes making it to the finish line, right, yep. Devin? Oh yeah. Hey, not only will you make it to the finish line. But Doug probably gets some cool pictures of you going to the finish line. Yeah, if you're a Sunstar rider, mm-hmm. Doug Kirk will take pictures of you. Like, the man himself, the myth, the legend, will take pictures of you riding through the finish line. Maybe not riding through the finish line, but on your <laughs> way there with the Sunstar chain and sprocket set. Brandon, what are those things made of? Case hardened steel, baby. Case hardened steel. If you want to get 30% off of any of the case hardened steel or aluminum products, mm-hmm. make sure you use a discount code SPLITLINE. 30? Yep. Split line 30. The 30, 30. 30% off of anything <laughs> on their website. And then after you get all out on your bike and you want to go hunt some Easter eggs this weekend, you want to go race a beautiful racetrack built by some of the best crew, the Mount St. Hare Scrambles crew with um, Richie Nelson and the, and the gang. Make Nolan. sure you go check. Did I say Nelson? You said Nelson. I was reading Nelson here. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked to him yesterday. Rookie move. Yeah, rookie move. Oh, rookie move. There I go again. Spelling things it's like that wrong. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> go check out the Mount State Hair Scrambles series. And we are through. It's through. We're through. We're through. Brandon, what's going on, buddy? Not much, You're man. back in town. Oh, ready man. to go. I'm back in town. I'm ready to get back out of town. <laughs> You get back and it's busy as hell. You know what I mean? I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> I thought you was going to have me a brewski up here or something waiting for me. Uh, wow. Since I've heard some fans are really liked my call in and <laughs> like how I. You were a good call in guest yeah. just all around. Like, like you called that's in. That's what I do. We should, should we start taking fan call in guests? To the show. Yeah, we, we've been asked to do that before. Yeah. Is it time we do that? I don't know. Maybe. I think. Do we need like a dedicated phone line though? Because I don't want to be like my cell phone just to be like. Yeah. I was going to talk. I to mean, you not that about... I wouldn't call like you guys, all all the listeners on the show. <laughs> we we're just like Anyways. we don't like you. We we'll just hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they'll text me the next day. <laughs> what? Like, I mean, you can you probably add the line or something to a phone plan for a couple bucks. Yeah. Yeah. The maybe. biggest thing we got to figure out all. Uh, yeah technical because someone's gonna yeah. have to answer the phone yeah. whatever anyways well, i mean we got that's, a producer that's what the producer's yeah. here for that hey is, is that thing plugged in good so we don't lose it yeah that computer yeah i heard it yeah okay all Just right make sure yeah no man it, it was a good vacation it was good to, good to get away and uh ready to come back ready to get some riding done uh definitely need to get on the bike yeah and uh yeah been pretty busy baseball's well, kicking off you so know. you asked me before we got on the show if i got that track over there cut yeah. out mm-hmm. i was going to mm-hmm but mm-hmm. I decided, like, okay, we have, like, a huge windstorm coming this weekend, so I might as well uh, wait for after that, right? But that was last week. No, while you were gone, there was one. Uh-huh. Yeah. I yeah. think there's another one coming, though. Yeah. Really? What's up with these windstorms? I don't yeah. know. I bet you. Or, or, just... or, I mean, crazy thought, we all could go over there and cut it out. No, see, I've told you this is your track. I don't want to come over and clean all your track up, but then I only get to ride it once. But well, that's all you ride. It's we one don't, time. We don't want to over. <laughs> we don't want to overstep. Right. We oh. might. We might cut something oh, oh, wrong. Don't worry. I'll, I'll help train track it for you. But. Don't worry. You guys <laughs> don't have to help. You don't have to worry about overstepping your boundaries. You're you're more than welcome to come and help clean it. <laughs> what if we cut a trail wrong? You might not be happy is, with how we do it. No, I'd be happy. I'd be happy. The good thing is, is Brandon's going to be on an ATV this time, so we don't have to worry about cutting the limbs Not like so all high. The time. Not well, all the I mean, time. we're training here. We're training, right? Well, I mean, I can get some. We're seat. training for the nine-hour race. I ride in both, baby. I'm like that by 
that bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like two and four wheels. He swings both ways. <laughs> evidently, evidently. Hey, me and Doug both. That, is, that so. is true. That is true. Doug, Doug, hey, Doug. shout out to Doug for was yeah, this podium? the weekend? Yeah, podium this weekend. Yeah, shout yeah. out, Doug. Yeah, yeah. Sunstar's really bringing it along. Devin was close. Devin was close, man. Devin was close. It, it was, was my, there. It was my fault. It was there for the taking, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I was right there in that podium spot. And yep. then I just gave it away. Man. Split Line's premier rider yep. almost got a podium this weekend. Yamaha must be doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. We're, we're getting, we're getting closer to that uh, to that uh, that pick being a good pick for Split Line Fantasy. Hey, I'm betting on myself until I get it. Yep, yep. <laughs> Keep watching. Camp Coter, we're going to be a little bit closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be going over the split line results here in just a little bit. But make oh, sure yeah. if you guys are listening and you like the show, make sure you like and share. We appreciate it. Uh, every time you guys like it and share it, uh, we gain more listeners. And it's just cool. The community yep. keeps growing, and we appreciate it. We're just having fun with this thing and uh, keep it rolling. Oh, so yeah. are you ready to talk about some of the awesome racing oh, at yeah. the Tiger Run this weekend? Yeah, man, for sure. Um the results speak for itself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm going to say that you jinxed Bryson and because uh, you kept talking about the I perfect didn't. season. Uh, I wasn't um, the only one. I wasn't the only I'm one. I'm just saying. It's all your fault. I was going to bring it up too. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's all Coop's fault. So Bryson, you can be mad at Coop here and uh, he ruined your perfect season. But um, now he'll never come back on. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll come back. Like, here's the thing. It's like, this is like... I don't like to consider us media. We're just like dudes that talk. Like that's yeah. stupid. Like we'd have to be for like. Don't we have to go to school to be media, or are we just media? Nah, no. I, we're never going to. We need a degree. I feel like they have like schooling that you Is can like go to clown? college for that kind of Is stuff. Is it like clown school? Nah, that's lame. We're just we're just. I don't even like to call us podcasters. We're just guys that just talk about racing. So. Maybe it maybe it wasn't our fault. Maybe it was Mikey Wayne's fault because he was saying it on, <laughs> on the racer TV. Yeah, right? that's a real professional no. there. Yeah, real uh, professionals. He did not say it because when he was on racer TV, he said, "I'm glad that I didn't say it mm. because I didn't want to be the one." Well, then that maybe got it is my for fault. Him. <laughs> then maybe it is my fault. <laughs> I only so, said it one time, but, but Bryson did take. Full responsibility for what happened when he came in and they interviewed him. Though he was like, you know, Bolt came out. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool because a lot of people would not do that. In Bryson's not defense, really, but in like, uh, um, just a view at Bryson's character, uh, they caught the entire. The entire thing unfolded right. on the Racer TV uh, uh, drone footage. I mean, you couldn't have been any better. They caught the accident, what happened. Mm-hmm. They caught him um, going off the track, going to the pits, and they caught him working on it um, on, on camera. Um, he had no idea any cameras were around, right? He's not looking right. up in the sky for a camera. Dude was cool as a cucumber, mm-hmm. like wasn't like thrown a fit, like, yeah. you know, just – I mean, it just shows a lot to Bryson's character, right. which we already knew that. Mm-hmm. Like, we know what Bryson's character is like. We've had him on a number of times. We've talked to him a number of times in person. Uh, just an awesome dude. But I think it just really shows, you know, what kind of character he has by, by like, how he acted in that situation. Yeah, a lot like, of guys when, probably would have threw some goggles. I may have throw, thrown some goggles. Maybe taking their helmet off, throwing the helmet. I've thrown yeah. goggles over a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm used to working on my bike most of the time, so... When he, I come he doesn't in, even wear I'm, goggles. <laughs> no, I don't throw nothing because I'm more focused on He's getting it fixed than actually being mad about it. And then I'll be mad after the race but, about what happened. And then how about that ride 
that he put on that charge yeah. he put on after the incident. Yeah, yeah, it was it was he made, back up to 11th overall, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, it was 11th. I think it was 11th overall, and then it was. Um, 10th in class. 10th in class. Okay. 10th yep. in class. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Especially yeah. when they, you know, because I'm sure he was hoping for a five lap race. Right. Ended up only being a, a four lap race. He probably could have made it to seventh or eighth overall. Right. Uh, had it not been for that. I'll tell you what, man. It, to me, like when something like that would happen, I wonder how much is in his head is like, did we really get it fixed? Like, is that bolt, like, is everything okay? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, me, if like, you ever build a motor or like mm-hmm. fix something and you got on the track and you start riding and you kind of hear something or you kind of feel yeah. something you're like oh you hear everything especially like, if you're is it did i get it did yeah. i get it if you're leading a race that last lap <laughs> it sounds like the bike's falling apart <laughs> now that's pretty much every lap for Devin. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Not was, this weekend. That was Suzuki days. That was, that was Suzuki. Suzuki days, yeah. yeah. Yes. That didn't happen this weekend. <laughs> Love you, Devin. Love picking on you. <laughs> you, wanna, okay. you You about ready to read off these? Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and read off the results, and then we'll kind of dive into, two. we'll dive back into the ATVs yeah. and then the, the bikes. But, uh, again, we're going to be going over the Splatland Fantasy mm-hmm. results after this. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Uh, been a lot of uh, changes, yeah, yeah. jockeying for positions. Yep. Um, uh, I wish you guys could see how much it changes because it's cool this, to watch this it. week was oh, everybody flip-flopped yeah. the person that is in the lead now uh in the points went from ninth to first place in points yeah. this weekend yeah yeah and they didn't even win this weekend so <laughs> it's crazy it's, it's, been, it's, it's been awesome it's, it's been a lot of fun yeah so uh we are going to go to the atv race in the morning in the four x four pro class uh brandon frazier took first place and cody kohler took third landon wolf took i'm sorry cody kohler took second and landon wolf took took third um uh, man those guys are just battling it out but brandon he ended up winning by it looks like four minutes that's a big that's a big gap he took yeah, the win that's by. a pretty big, yeah, pretty big gap. Or yeah. if something happened there in a the race, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I mean, those should've, guys should have been there to see it. Should have been there to see it. Was it wet? It, looked, it looked a little wet. Cause, well, cause I mean, it started out wet. Don't get me wrong, and it was slick. Fraser was on something else. Was on like, <laughs> yeah, like he was just he, he was his own speed. <laughs> kind of like Bryson has yep. been for the majority of this year. Yeah, kind of. That's what Brandon was doing. He was on it. So I was impressed. I saw him go by and I was like, holy crap. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and then in the women's pro class, Hannah Hunter is the, uh, she's the second person to win two races this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, joining uh, Jessica Eloff uh, in the two win category. Yep. She took the win. Back to back, right? Back to back. Caitlin Osborne took second and Jessica Eloff took third. Uh, girls, I was always putting on a uh, awesome performance when it comes to the women's pro class. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then moving on to the XC2 afternoon race, uh, Stephen Harrell, man, yep. I'm not going to say Don't it. Don't say it. I'm not going to say, say it. it. Don't say it. He's won four in a row. Yep. He's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. That's about all I'm going to say, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll need to get Steve on here pretty soon, too. Yeah. Anyways, yep. uh, Brandon Owens, good ride for him. Oh, yeah. Took second place. And uh, uh, he's really, you know, I feel like. He's got the rounds out that are not really always favoring him right. when it comes to down south, and I think Brandon's only going to get stronger as, as they come north with the series. And then Grayson Eller rounded out the podium in third place. Um, so <clears throat> That's awesome for him again. Yeah, he's been racking them off. Yeah. Racking yeah. off the podium. Yep, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Absolutely. And then the XC1 Pro, 
Everybody knows Hunter Hart took his first overall win uh, of, uh, of the year. See, um, you know, it's not even his first overall win. It's really like over the year. It's it's who he beat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we were all talking Bryson Neal is going to sweep and. Right. Right. Well, but we all, you know, we all also said that it's ATV racing and anything right. can happen well, and, something, racing, and yeah. something happened. Yeah. You know, a, a bike failure, um, a part failure, yep. happened and and. And that's all it was. Yep. I mean, it just took Bryson out, yep. and uh, uh, Hunter Hart was there to capitalize. But he had he had Cole Richardson breathing down his yep. neck the yep. entire race, and Cole was actually in the lead a lot during that race as right. well. So those two those two have been battling back and forth. I'm really pumped about Cole his riding this year. It's oh been, man, it's, it's been, been where, great. It's where I thought it's where it is now is where I thought he where should he have been, been last yeah. year. Yeah, absolutely. And then John Glada, how about John Glada put it back on the podium first yeah. time since last year, I think at Camp Coker. Mm-hmm. So, uh, congratulations to John Glada. Um, Dude's just a machine on the bike, yep. uh, and, and like I hope we start seeing. Well, the, the confidence will come now. He's yeah. on the podium. He got a little taste. Yep, yep. Little taste. That's all it takes for a rider is to get a little bit of taste of that celebration, the way that feels, and uh, I have a feeling you'll start seeing him more up there more often. Yep, absolutely. And then over in the uh, Sunday morning um, in the women's pro class, dirt bike pro class, Rachel Archer took her second win in a row. Mm -hmm. Uh, She um, uh, beat um, uh, Rachel Gutfish, or Gutfish, Gutfish, (laughs) sorry, Gutfish took second, and Shelby Turner took third. Mm. Um, So, Kind of mixing it up yeah. a little bit there yeah. on the uh, on the women's bike pro class, but uh, two wins in a row for Rachel. So her and Corey Steed, Corey Corey ended up having a little bit of an off race. She ended up finishing eighth this weekend. Yeah, I would say something happened, but something yeah. happened, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, that's going to be a good battle between oh, yeah. those two All coming down. But right. she lost, you know, some valuable points there finishing eighth this mm-hmm. weekend. So she's down uh, one ten to ninety four right now. So yeah, uh, you know, a little bit. Of work cut out for her now to try to try to catch up with Rachel. Yeah, like like we were talking, man, it's racing, so anything can happen uh, at any time, at any moment. Some stuff in your control, some stuff out of your control. So you just yeah. gotta. So I'll be race. Yep, yep, absolutely. And then over in the XC2 bike class, uh, Roy Babosa took his first one. Is that his first? I think it's first ever. I think it's his first ever XC2, XC2 win. win. Yeah. Is that is that right? I believe that's correct. I know he's got podiums before. I don't think he's ever won. Yeah, yeah. And then our guest, uh, Cody Barnes, uh, he's going to be coming on the line here after bit, but he took second Mm -hmm. in uh, the XC2, so great ride for him. And uh, our buddy Liam Draper uh, rounded out the podium, uh, taking third in the XC2 class. Um, But that's, man, that's a really close championship right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It really is. Um, There's only, man, there's only... There's less than 10 points separating first to sixth place. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, XC2, man, they got a lot of talent in it right now yeah. uh, in the bikes and in the quads, too. But the bike XC2 class right now, there's so much, there's so many young guys. Um, they got a lot of speed. And uh, they're all, you know, they're, it's going to be a toss up all year. I don't yep. think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think anyone's actually going to run away with it. Yep. Yep. And then I think, um, um, if my memory serves me correctly, I think next round is when is when Zach Osborne is going to be coming back into the uh, picture. That was his plan. That was a plan. So, so. we'll see. We'll see if it happens. Uh, um, that also might be a sneaky good uh, fantasy pick. Fantasy pickup. I don't think he can be a twenty-two handicap. Do you, Brandon? Nah, what do you think about that? Nah, nah. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that off air. But that, anyways, that's committee. That's committee talk. Committee talk. Yeah. We got a committee now. That yeah, sounds, you know that, that sounds official. <laughs> we I, vote and everything. Yeah. Who's we? <laughs> 
There's got a mouse in your pocket, got a mouse in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> There's a total of three votes, so it only takes two people. <laughs> well, that's news to me. <laughs> I, I do, I do love the idea of a committee, though. I yeah. have some ideas for a committee, mm-hmm. and it's us three, and then uh, a Mister somebody oh. that listens to the show regularly. And it's probably gonna cuss me out tomorrow morning. Yeah. For not mentioning his name. Okay. Groff. That's okay. Uh, and then <laughs> over in the XC1 results, Ricky Russell is taking his first Heck win of the yeah, season. Man. Four rounds. Four different winners. Mm-hmm. Is it possible we see five for five mm-hmm. next weekend? It's, the XC1 class is not deep. Not going to roll it out. They're not deep, Not going to roll it out. Deep, deep. But I loved what Ricky said as soon as he got off the bike. He said people were counting us out because we had a bad weekend last weekend. Mm-hmm. He said it ain't over. It ain't over. That's right. We're still in this thing. So I love the fact that he's my, his mindset's oh, championship. Yeah. Yeah. His mindset's championship because he knows, just as well as everybody else knows, that it's more than likely that everybody in front of him in points right now, he's sitting at fourth place in points right now, everybody in front of him is likely to have a bad race, oh, yeah. likely to have a breakdown, likely to have something that goes wrong, like he did last round. Right. He just got his out of the way early, right? Right. So uh, he took first place, Stuart Baylor, Battled his way back to take second wreck? place. You see that wreck? He yeah, had? for dude, it looked he his bars just yeah. He lost the bars. That's the <clears throat> for you non dirt bike riders right here in this room. <laughs> that's the way it happens. Yeah. All right. So well, he lost you're just bars. riding, and then next thing you know, you're on the ground. You're like, what the hell just happened? But the thing is, is like, is like that's the most graceful fall for what looked like it was getting ready right. to be violent. Oh, that was pretty violent. It wasn't. He made it look. You that better was, get back and watch. You better, was he, he better get back and watch hit, again. What I'm saying is he didn't hit the ground that hard. Huh? What? He knocked his front number plate off his bike. He didn't hit the... I've, I've seen him hit the ground a lot harder that, than that. That was harder than you think. It, I promise. I guarantee you he felt that way more that, than what it looked that, like. That was at least third gear. I'm just saying I've seen, I've seen the man hit the ground a lot harder than right, that. Right, but I don't know. that That one he... That's yeah. like one of those sneaky ones, right? Where it doesn't look bad, but right. that's what caught him off guard. Was like, hang on, I'm gonna look it up right it, now. It caught him off guard, so like I don't think he had time for. It. He just smoked the ground, man. Yeah, you look that up. Like, listen to it the volume while you just hear the thud. <laughs> just... Yeah, I mean, I okay, okay, but he didn't slam the ground, huh? I don't know. I don't know. I think if we talk to him right now, I bet if we talk to him, here, you watch it. I've Brandon. watched it. Multiple he literally times. said in his post that he's feeling it. Doug says the crash on Insta was hard. Him and the bike both stopped instantly. See? Bars, yeah. this, bars this, straight to the this, chest. This guy all here, right, is, right, I get he's it. not a dirt bike rider, guys, so he doesn't run, really understand what, what it's like to hit the ground like that. But. Oh, trust me. Trust me. Every time I've been on a dirt bike, I've hit the ground pretty hard. I've hit the ground pretty hard. <laughs> One time. No, it's been more than one oh, time. That's... It's been more than one time. I've hit the ground every time pretty hard. Even on pit bikes, I've hit the ground pretty Jesus. hard. No, that was a pretty all, all I'm saying is, All I'm saying is, is we've seen Stu right. wreck a lot harder. All I'm saying, if if that wasn't Stu, if that was somebody else, um, right. I'm giving he's probably, him credit. It's probably like a broken bone. Oh, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. giving him credit. Yeah. He, he's, he's a strong, oh, yeah. big dude, so he soaked it up well. Yeah. All you keyboard warriors, Doug, <laughs> in the comment section, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm just saying. He doesn't know what it's just, all about, Doug. I'm just saying my He doesn't truth. ride enough anymore to know uh, how to compare what a crash He can't remember be. what a crash feels like. Yeah. The last time I rode with you, I did crash. <laughs> it, all right. That's fair. You did, you did come off the four-wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> was it gracefully? Not really. Not really. No, 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 I hit the ground pretty hard. Yeah. That ground was it like that, a flopping yeah. fish. No, we've been hitting <laughs> that ground was that ground was like concrete too. We had been hitting the section the opposite tired. direction. I was tired. And it was working pretty good. And then we were hitting it backwards and he tried to do the same thing. And then I think he was a little fatigued at this point already. Very fatigued. And then we he need went like a natural hill like uphill double or something out there. I know. I need some air. You can willy that big hill climb on the back. Mm-hmm. Just in case you're wondering, uh-huh. there's a video of it on split lines. <laughs> I will eat all the time. I want, some, yeah. I want some actual air. I don't want just front wheel air. There's a log jump. No, I mean I want like a really ju- like a good jump. The only bad thing about that log jump is is it's not angled properly to the track. Like Wait. the log jump. <laughs> you gotta no, whip on, it. Honestly, no, 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 Devin. I see what you're saying. The log jump is there, but. My line going like one one tire around it is actually faster because you're jumping off the track. I didn't do it for speed. No, I know. <laughs> I did it for style. He's, he was built for comfort. He's built for no, comfort. You're right. It's not angled correctly. And when you hit it, you have to know what the bike is going to do and adjust your body to make up for it. Because if you don't, you end up on your head. Listen yeah. to this cross-country guy trying to tell us how to jump. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Hitting a regular jump in a log is two totally different things. <laughs> I promise. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I always love jumping logs yeah. whenever there's logs in a, in a cross-country race. Oh, like, dude, my practice track at the house, I don't man. even move logs I out of the way. I away from my museum on a dirt bike so, in the yeah. woods. <laughs> well, hopefully there's no log section at the nine, nine-hour race. Yeah, right. There probably will be. As long as I'm up on them, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. well, where are we? Where are we I don't even right know. We, oh, we were talking track. about the uh, dirt bike results. Yeah, third place. Yeah. Did you talk about third place? We didn't. We were talking about Stu and his crash. Oh, <laughs> Stu finished second. That's where we were. Yeah. <laughs> Stu taking second in the overall. Shoot. And uh, then uh, Jordan Ashburn getting on the podium for the first time this year. Uh, yeah. Great to see Jordan back up there. And and being being really feisty, uh, feisty with Stu Baylor for that second place overall right. position. He he had it. They went back and forth a lot through the race, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Stu ended up getting the best of them right at the end of the race. But, uh, you know, credit to Jordan. He was running a really good pace all race long. And uh, I think um, he's just warming up into the series right now. Oh, yeah. The diesel motor's getting getting turning over. And, um, he, you know, he had a couple good rides going early in the year and I think had a couple mis- mistakes and little maybe little crashes and stuff. And, uh Stuff like that to hold him back, but uh, I'd say once he got this podium, he'll get back in that nice flow. And, yeah. And uh, it's it's going to be really exciting this year for the XC1 class. They're coming north, Coop. We're get, we're coming up this way. Oh. We're, we're you know we're working our way north. So, and and it's a strong. Oh, we kept saying like get them north, get them, keep them all healthy. And they're all healthy. Yeah. They're all healthy and they're all coming north. Um. And and we really couldn't ask for much more when it comes to. Uh, the the bike side of things. It's it's great to see mm-hmm. these guys being able to go at it. Uh, I love seeing the uh, parody. Mm-hmm. I love seeing four winners, four winners in four rounds. It's yeah. great to see. Um, it, it's just it's what a racing series deserves. You know, Stu comes on the show. Um, every time he's on the shows, he has a lot of hot takes, and I'll be daggone. The guy's typically always dead on with what he says. Mm-hmm. But Stu did say. That after the fourth round, you're going to have the cream of the crop rise to the top, and it's right. just going to be a few contenders. Is the jury still out on that? Right Was now, he yeah. right? Right now, the jury is still out. Um, there's too there's too many people on the podium. Um, you know, there for a while, 
if I could say anything, it'd be Stu and Ben was going to be the hot ones coming out of it. Um, but with Ricky coming up there and hit, you know taking the win, and Jordan coming up, the you know the defending national champion getting a podium, um, these guys are not going to just satisfy, sit back and, and and take it all all year. So, um, man, especially I tell you what, Ricky Russell's been riding really well. Yeah, um, riding with a lot of confidence, um, even from last year, springing it over in this year. So, um, I, I'm excited to see what he's got coming and. Uh, and, and just Ben Kelly too. I mean, Ben Kelly had an off race that usually doesn't happen mm-hmm. for him. So I'm kind of to see what he's going to bring coming up. So there's a lot of it's going to be a lot of a lot of interesting racing going on. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think what we're uh, seeing from Ashburn right now is that he's in a position where he's finished okay throughout the year so far, right? But now he's in a position where if he doesn't start being in that top three or start competing for wins. Then he's got to he's got to have those finishes to defend his title. Right. Yeah. Right. So if he wants to run the number one plate again, he's going to have to you know probably be out of a comfort zone that he usually doesn't like to be out of to be able to run that pace because all of those guys are willing to risk it. Mm. So I think what we saw this weekend was that he is wanting to defend that number one and wear it again, and now he's going to start pushing where he knows he has to for points. Yep. I mean, I, I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that take. No, I, I agree. It's it's just gonna be it's gonna be a good series. I think going into every race, like thinking like maybe five or six different guys could possibly win a race. I think that's an awesome thing for the sport. It's great for the sport. It's good for the sport. Right. It's healthy for the sport. You know what's awesome? What else it's awesome for? <laughs> split line fantasy. It is awesome for split line fantasy. It's a good segue, Brandon. So let's kind of go over to the split line fantasy, and we're gonna kind of do a little bit. I didn't tell you this, but I just happened to think of it. it never little, tells me anything. Well, it's because Jesus. I thought it's because the way we typically operate. I just thought of it about 13 <laughs> seconds ago. So I want to give a shout out because this game is for the Devon Masters of GNCC racing. Right. The guys that that as of right now, Devon is a 22 handicap. Yep. The guys that... Uh, what do you miss, about four spots? Six spots? What? The 20th yeah. overall. Oh, no. I, I would have been like five or six spots away, but uh, I kind of screwed myself. Oh, okay. That's I right. think I got 36th overall. 36th right? I got fifth and 34th. Okay. 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 I got 34th okay. overall. 34th. But... But I'm gonna start giving. Spots, so. I'm gonna start giving shoutouts to the 22 handicaps. Okay. So those of you guys that haven't played Splitline Fantasy, everybody outside of the top 20 and the overall points is an automatic 22 handicap, unless you're somebody like Zach Osborne, mm-hmm. or you're somebody like, or like uh, Johnny Gerard. Yeah. I know uh, that was my fault, and <laughs> that was my fault. I missed it. It's a shame the daggone committee didn't catch that either. Right. <laughs> the, it Man, was. They missed it know, so much too. They didn't the, even have him on I'll their team. The, the committee. The committee uh, met without all without anyone besides Coop. Coop was the committee that day, and uh, next thing I know, it was up. So, <laughs> I mean, you. yeah, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, over in the ATV side, the top scorer was Elijah Edmondson. So, congratulations, Elijah. He scored thirty nine points as a twenty two handicap. Who was that guy that, that picked him? Oh, Who shoot. picked him? Hang on. So you sent me. His- I sent you a screenshot. Somebody actually picked him. Somebody picked him, mm-hmm. and Dude, here, just... here, here it is. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold your horses. Hang on, boys. <laughs> nope, that's not it. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Zach Bothwell. Zach Bothwell. Right. Zach's been playing for uh, I should I was, I was gonna say a couple of years, but he's been playing since the um, 
beginning of Splitline Fantasy, and he actually picked uh, he pl- picked Elijah. So congratulations to both of them. Elijah had a great run, finished 16th, uh, 22 handicap, finished um, or got 39 points, and then Keaton Henderson uh, finished 17th, uh, 37 points, also a 22 handicap. So congratulations to those two guys for uh, scoring some great points in Splitline yep. Fantasy. And then over in the bikes. <clears throat> We had three 22 handicaps. Uh, Michael DeLosa finished 18th, scored 35 points. Jesse Ansley, I've been waiting. There's been a lot of people waiting for that one. Uh-huh. As you know as well oh, as I yeah. do, a lot of people pick Jesse every single week. And uh, 22 handicap finished 19th and got 33 points. And Jason Tino finished 20th, 22 handicap, scored 31 points. So if you guys are willing to risk it for the biscuit because it's either a zero or a cool you know, at, if you finish in the top 20 with a 22 handicap, it's bare minimum 31 points. Yep. That's a good score. That's right. But if you don't, fi- if you finish 21st, it's zero. Yep. So if you guys want to risk if it, if you guys want to risk it, go for it. If you guys want to play Split on a Fantasy and you haven't, yep. It's free yep. for this year until we get the website up. DM it's us. coming. DM us. DM us if you need if you need some more uh, further directions on how to play. Uh, we will hook you guys up. Um, so then for the you think I should know this. You would know it. Real quick. Edmondson and Henderson, those two literally <clears throat> went all the way to the finish. Oh, right. They had a video of Edmondson going up on the berm, passing Henderson as they were going into the chicane. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. You know, you know, you know why you're looking that up, too? I, I really love that people are like, oh, shoot, I got to put my picks in, pulling off the side of the road, putting picks in. <laughs> Uh, you know, just oh, it's so cool. It's, I, it's I love funny. This. It's it's really cool. Like the fact that, like, I mean, it's cool that we created this, but the fact that like it's, yeah, it, it's it's captivating people. Like it yeah. is, is it's awesome. Starting to... And I promise, guys, we will have a website. But I promised, like, here's the thing: is if you can get a fantasy website, but you have to conform your game to how they want you to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't willing to do that, right. so we wanted our game to be played the we're way that we were stubborn. We're stubborn. We're stubborn as heck. Um, and so we're having we're having these guys. It's our way or the highway. It's our it. way or the highway. So um, <laughs> hopefully it comes out that sometime this year. This summer. This summer. Oh my goodness. The compressor just turned on. That's only happened to us one other time. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Dad gone. You like that vibration? You guys Devin? talk for a second. You like that vibration? <laughs> Does that mean he actually like worked on something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, his bicycle tire. <laughs> well, I was going to ask if he put like air in his four wheeler tires or uh, something for once. He has tire balls. That's all that. He just runs tire balls, and that way you don't have to worry about airing his tire up once a year. <laughs> hey, I, I run air on my tire blocks. Well, that's all he runs. Is just I was blowing tire off balls. the dust off the bike. Oh, that's that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> blowing off the dust. Sorry oh, about wow. that, guys. Little. Not technical difficulties, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, for the winners, for the players this weekend, we had we had we had eighty-one players play this weekend. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you playing this weekend. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Casey took the win, yeah, with one hundred and seventy-one points. So, congratulations to her. Congra- she seemed pretty she, excited. She seemed about pretty the, excited. She the got the guts racing seat cover. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to her. One hundred seventy-one points. Uh, William Eads took second with one hundred and sixty points. Uh, Braden Mork took third, also with one hundred and sixty points. Uh, Caleb. Stid took fourth with 158 points. And the Iron Goat, 
The Iron Goat. Iron Goat took fifth with wow. 156 points. And uh, he's he, a new player. He's a brand new player. It's his first week yeah. playing. So your notable finishers, wow. Brandon, where did you finish? Dude, we, me, you, and Devin are all right there, like 39, 40, 41. We this literally weekend. had the same score. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Walker. Was, poor, yeah, poor, poor, poor Walker Flower had a bad week. <laughs> Mr. Fowler. Yeah. He, he, he messaged us and said, I don't even know why I play this stupid game. <laughs> I can I, I concur. So, uh, and then for the leaderboard, Matt Smith is currently leading the points. He went from ninth, mm-hmm. I believe, to first place. He's currently sitting in the lead with 563 points. William Eads took a jump. He is in second place with uh, 560 points. Nathan Cox is in third place with 558 points. Charles Charles Slab. Slabe is in fourth place, and Scott Connors is in fifth place. So, guys, thank you for playing Splitline Fantasy. We appreciate it. And, uh, hey, guys, while we have you guys on here, make sure you guys, um, like uh, Devin just put in the comments, if you <clears> – <throat> If you guys want any questions answered, whether it be for us or Cody Barnes, uh, make sure you ask us a question in the uh, comment section for the Sunstar Shifting Gears segment. segment. Uh, We don't know any of the questions, so we'll read them off as they come. No matter what you guys say, Devin will read them off, and uh, we have to answer them. Yeah. That's the rule of the game. No censorship here. No no, censorship here. Yeah. Yeah, it's. But while you're reading those names and you're having trouble, wait till these guys when they can start picking their own name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And And then they they can have a picture with their. (laughs) Yeah, start having their own name, and you're gonna be like reading uh, Mr. Poofy Butt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, we we have that. We have that already (laughs) in in, in the uh, in the uh, split line pop fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love it. But. so let's uh, since we're gonna be talking to Cody here, you want to go dive in a little bit more on the quads real quick, and then. Yeah, yeah, we'll dive in the quads for a few like minutes. Like three or four minutes. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, um, dude, Hunter Hart and Cole Richardson, right? Th- those guys have been, other than Brace and Neil, have been kind of like the shining light of this XC1 quad class. Um, man, wow, what's that's some good wind. Wind's coming. Um, yeah, we have the window. Oh, open the, the windstorm's coming. I guess yep. you're right. Yep. I guess See? you're right. See? No, the um, but anyways, the XC1 class. Th- those two right now. Um, Hunter, you know, shouldn't be is not as surprising as Cole Richardson, but um, man, Cole Cole's really bringing the heat, and so isn't Hunter. And um, do, do you think they could, you know, if Bryson has another mistake or or the confidence, do you think they can um, maybe learn how, like the latch on to Bryson and, and make it a little bit more interesting? Or I, I honestly think, I mean, when Bryson had the 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 malfunction or the accident it was right there at the beginning of the race mm-hmm. uh, he was not even was he a full lap into the race was um, it just after the first lap he was on the second lap he was yeah, on the second lap started, yeah. but hunter was right there right like hunter yeah, was right there on too him. far yeah you yeah. could see all all three of them in the yeah. camera shot right yeah so i mean i, I i'm not saying that that they couldn't, it'd be tough. Mm-hmm. It'd be tough for sure. But uh, it, it, I mean, it could definitely happen. I'm gonna shut you that have to, You got to shut the window, man. We're having all kinds of technicals. It's hot. It's like in West Virginia right now, guys. It it's like nice. 90 degrees today, which is like uncommon. The wind, the wind felt <laughs> in nice. April, so well, uh, we're it, not used to it. It's that transition from needing a heater and stuff yeah. to being too hot. Now we need to get the air back. Yeah. So. You, usually yeah. my toes are falling off, and now I'm sweating in here. So. Or, uh, you know, got to love it. But so other than Cole Richardson and Hunter Hart, and I probably know where you're going to go with this, even after, before I'm going to ask it, but who's the next guy? Who's this next guy? Who do we think? 
that's going to like maybe could step in and, and help push push them forward. Richardson. I'm, I'm other than Cole and uh, oh yeah, Sorry. and Hunter. Yeah, Hunter. you're good. Uh, I mean, Junior, John Glada. Yeah, Glada. I mean, he was he was looking pretty impressive. Right. He right. didn't make passes on both of them. Give me another guy, because I figured that's where you're going to go with it. But anyone else? Dude, is that wind shaking this garage? It is. Wow. I feel the garage moving. <laughs> so we're not in Kansas hey anymore. Hey guys, if something happens, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas. It, yeah. Yeah. If you don't hear us on here anymore, it's uh, the garage and everything just blew away. It's good thing I didn't ride the Harley. So, um, <laughs> so but did. going back to your question, I think the next logical people would be Adam and Jay. Mm-hmm. They've been consistently the yeah. next people in line to to be right there. So right. What about you, Coop? Besides Glada. Yeah, besides Glotta. Besides Glotta, uh, oh, man. Could Wyatt get up there? I mean, I mean, rookie, I I know, I know it's it, it's the rookie, but uh um but but I mean, he he he's also been flashy. So, as a rookie, he also in theory would have the most to be able to advance, right? Mm-hmm. Like he'd be able to grow the fastest. Like everybody else has been in the series for a while. Everybody else is, you know, they're taking inclement steps, but uh, uh, he should, you know, I mean, he's doing great. He's doing right. a good job. Um, I think that he could, could he finish on the podium this year? I mean, he was pretty close to round one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I think maybe when we get into in like uh, John Penton, um, I think you guys should probably watch for him. Um or over in Indiana. I mean, that's kind of where he's, you know, from. And he's got a lot of speed for Wyatt. Um, what do you think about Jeremy McClure? I was actually getting ready to bring him up. Yeah. He, he could be another guy that just kind of sweeps in. I mean, he's got the speed to do it, and he's won races before, so it's not like he doesn't know how to do it. He's just been having not so great luck lately. Right, right. So. I feel like him and McGill's kind of switched spots this year. Like last year, McGill, last couple of years, McGill has had like bad luck, couldn't really get anything going. And then, you know, Jared's been battling for podiums. And now it seems like Jared's got to kind of get the bad luck, but McGill's kind of in the top five a good bit, like really pushing for that podium, that podium spot. So, yeah, uh, they kind of have that inside thing going on too, where yeah. they pass the torch around for the old guys in the yeah, class. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that or not, but it's uh, Adam. Jared and Borch mm-hmm. were talking about how they've kind of been passing Passed the torch, the torch. around <laughs> race to race. I love it. So, I love it. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of impressed with Adam McGill this year a little bit. It'd be really cool to get him on and talk to him a little bit um, about how the season's been going. Yeah, he's been doing great this year. Yeah. He's been running at a consistent pace, uh, and just now starting to come up to the tracks that more suit you know his style yeah well his style but also what he grew up on right right um so uh you know i i could definitely see man come snowshoe yeah well that's what i really want to get him on too so he because walker probably maybe not be back for snowshoe yeah so so if mcgill would win he would take back over the mountain right yeah oh (laughs) he did come and say easy with them words when you were talking about him and McClure. Oh. Yeah. So he's on. Oh, so he's on. He's on. He call is. in, Adam. He's kind of on the show. What are you doing, show. Adam? Kind of on call, the show. Call in. <laughs> jeez, Louise, call Does this, in. Does this count as being on the show? No, jeez. <laughs> but, no, we have Cody coming up here in a yeah. second. But, uh, no, uh, um, uh, I, I do think that, that like, we'll go back to why, I, I do think that, that you know, he keeps pushing. I think that he could get up there and, and, and really challenge for a podium position. Yeah. I, yeah, I really sure. do. Mm-hmm. We about ready to bring Cody on? Hey. Adam says that he he'll call. Okay, if Does he want to come on after Cody. Yeah, ask him that. If he wants to come on after Cody, he can. Cody will be on probably about twenty minutes or so. Yeah, fifteen twenty minutes. So 
But yeah. yeah, might have a surprise guest on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go on, I got uh, uh, Lancaster. Lancaster's talking talking some crap on, on here oh, about boy. my hat, my oh, Pittsburgh boy. hat. He doesn't oh, like it. You don't like the, the pirate hat. Don't like the pirate hat, and he says that we need to get some new chairs. Hey, Mike, just to, just so you know, <laughs> hey, we do now have a third office chair in I was, here. I was going to tell him we're taking donations. We're taking, we're taking <laughs> donations for a chair. Yeah. We, need, we need some new chairs, yeah. guys. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to go commercial break, and uh, we'll be right back with Cody Barnes. You've seen them at the track. Now, online, Magna1Motorsports.com. From used bikes, just like Jordan Chase and the rest of the team ride. Plus, all the gear you need. Helmets, goggles, gear, and more. Magna1Motorsports.com or Trackside at GNCC and NEPG events. Be sure to pick up a bottle of Magna One's Magna One Clean It, revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike. Coming soon, join Chase Landers and Team Clean. Trackside for everything you need when you need it. And at your fingertips at Magna1Motorsports.com. Magna One Motorsports and MagnaOneMotorsports.com, your everything dirt bike headquarters. Doug here from Sunstar Sprockets and Chains. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for listening to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast and for a great 2022 season. I look forward to meeting as many of you as I can on the GNCC circuit next year, which reminds me, Splitline has talked me into continuing with their discount code. All you need to do is go to our website, sunstar-breaking.com, and use the code SPLITLINE30 to get 30% off your order. If you are not a Sunstar rider and you would like to be, then check out the racer tab while you are there. If the link is active, then we are still accepting riders. Hey guys, it's Mason with Steel Savers. If you've been listening to the show for a while or you've been around dirt bikes for a bit, you should know that Steel Savers makes the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike. Not only do we have a full range of product for your dirt bike, we also have a variety of products for your side-by-side, for your mountain bike, for your quad. Be sure to check out our coil savers and CV boot savers for a double layer protection over your CV boot. Check out sealsavers.com and enter the code SPLITLINE for 25% off. That's sealsavers.com and the code is SPLITLINE for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the show. All right, guys, we are back. And on the line now, we have uh, Phoenix Racing rider, XC2 rider, Cody Barnes on the line. Cody, what's going on, man? Oh, not too much. Uh, just hanging out, doing the normal, riding, training, and uh, racing. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome, man. Well, you've been putting in the results. Uh, awesome ride this weekend, getting second uh, in XC2. Uh, uh, congratulations on that. It's good to see you out there and uh, putting in some solid rides. Yeah, no, the year's uh, been pretty good. Um, GNCC kind of started a little bit rough, um, getting back in the in the swing of things uh started with two sevens and then kind of turned it around and had uh two back-to-back podiums so and then this weekend was real good uh, a lot of positives coming from about mid-pack i think first lap i checked in on like eighth or something and then to come through the pack and be leading um pretty much until like 15 corners to go on the last lap was uh was good um bittersweet but uh a lot of positives to take away from it for sure 
Yeah, man, I bet that is a little bit bittersweet leading <laughs> leading that whole that whole way and and uh, losing it that close to to the to the glory land. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really cool that you're you're coming back. Uh, you know the way you're kind of rebounding back after a rough start to the season. Um, did you change anything in between, or just things to start clicking for you? Yeah, um, I mean, we've messed with things, uh, not anything major, just um, kind of fine-tuning some things uh, with suspension. Um, we're running a different shock, and then uh, we went to the whole entire Phoenix race and Honda team last year. We ran, on the off-road side, we ran Olin suspension, mm-hmm. and this year we uh, switched back to Showa. So it was just a little bit learning what worked for me. Um, obviously, what I ran on Olin's, it's completely different setup so um to switch back to showa was just a little bit of a learning curve and then you know it was just myself uh getting back in the swing of things kind of um after everything that happened last year just like getting back to racing and everything like that so um yeah it was just a little bit of a struggle just like i showed speed like was running up front with the guys and you know each both uh, the first and second round, I found myself up front with those guys and kind of just fell apart at the the end and like not so much physical, just like with mistakes and like things like that. So, uh, yeah, we kind of worked with the team. And I mean, Georgia was a was a free for all. That was kind of like a one off race um, with how muddy it was, everything like that. But uh, to then back it up again at Big Buck with a or Tiger Run with another podium after you know and like i said almost a win so it was uh good yeah yeah i mean obviously trending in the right direction um and it sounds like i mean man last year you had a great season uh uh, winning the um um winning the u.s sprint enduros uh i see you running the number one plate over there that's pretty awesome (laughs) to see that's cool to see Right? Yeah, that's my uh, first time I've ever ran a number one plate yeah. in my career. I've, yeah. I've never ran it. So they uh, they slapped it on my bike. And, yeah, it, it's cool. It's my first um, nas- national uh, pro-level title, you know. Right. Um, so it, it, it's pretty – pretty cool to me that's got to be a cool feeling just to, to to be wearing that number one on the jersey have the number one on the on, on the number plate um um it's got to be you know uh all the hard work kind of paying off uh it's got to be a cool feeling yeah for sure i mean it i was always nervous to run a number one you know i always like i don't know why it just i just i've never ran a number one in my career and like I said, yeah, to run a number one, it, it's cool for me. You know, we put in a lot of work last year and had a awesome season, and now this year we're uh, we're battling up front with those guys again this year. So um, yeah, yeah, it's I really enjoy the U.S. Sprint Enduro Series. It's uh, ran great, and they always have awesome tracks. So um, yeah, to to be sporting the number one there is is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it, you had a, a like a great season, like we said last year, but. Uh, Talk us through coming back and that wreck that you had at Ironman because when we saw it, like, man, it was scary to see. But to know that you, like, didn't – I mean, you were, you know, okay and able to come back after that, uh, so it was it was news that we were really excited to hear after watching that because, man, that was gnarly. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely one of my, like, most severe and, like, the crash itself wasn't bad. Like, yeah. I just messed up on the hill, but, like, it was one of those crashes that I was, like, 
we were, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, basically. Mm-hmm. And how that hill was, you had to commit all the way from the corner. So it, uh, wrong place, wrong time. But I mean, yeah, it, it, like, it was, it shook, not didn't shake me up necessarily, but it messed with my head for a while mm-hmm. as far as like recovering from concussion symptoms from it. Um, like this was, I don't remember any of it, um, for, I don't remember anything at the Hill after I got hit, anything like that. Um, they said I was unconscious. Like some people said four minutes, some people said six, no one knows for sure. I'm sure time felt like it stood still, uh, mm-hmm. all the spectators and everything, but, um, luckily there was some good people down there and they, uh, got me situated, but yeah, I mean, it was the first time in my career where, I mean, I've been knocked out before and stuff like that, but I've always remembered, you know, as soon as I wake up and, you know, everything before, and this was the first time, man, I don't remember anything at the bottom of the hill. Don't remember getting out, carted out of the woods. Um, I got transported in an ambulance to Crawfordsville hospital, and I don't remember any of the ride there. Um, and then they flew me to Indy, uh, trauma center. And I remember bits and pieces. Uh, I came back for, I remember a little bit of the helicopter ride, but then like, don't remember anything. Like don't remember getting to Indy. Don't remember any of my CT scans or anything like that. So it was the first time where like, there's a good hour and a half to two hours that, man, I really don't remember anything. Like I couldn't tell you. Like if I wouldn't, if obviously I know now who was there from like getting told, but if like no one said anything about it, I would not be able to tell you a single person that helped me like Mm -hmm. get me out or anything like that. So, um, yeah, that was kind of the first in my career. And then, I mean, it took me probably a good two months to feel like back to where I was riding comfortably, like um went riding and like everything kind of felt normal again um like the first week was the roughest for me um just dealing with concussion symptoms um i had never had it to where it's messed with my emotions before and that was kind of one of the wild ones for me um not being able to like i guess like work through your emotions or like process them like it would almost be like a uh, a light switch i'd have like a breakdown and start like crying and like like wouldn't be able to tell you why i was sad like what was wrong or anything like that and then all of a sudden like i'd be done like i'd snap out of it wow that was that was pretty wild to me and then you know the typical like uh sensitive to sunlight phone light for like that first week headache And then um, it took me about three weeks to where, like, if I stood up too fast or, like, um, was bent over and stood up too fast, like, I would have to take a couple seconds. Like, I would almost get lightheaded, um, almost dizzy. And then that went away. And then at about a month out, I tried to ride a corner track for the first time. And my reflexes were so slow. Like, like putting my fingers on the clutch, using the front brake, like they were way too slow. Um, so then I took 
another three weeks off and like, noticed like off the bike, like my reflexes, my reflexes like got better, like to what they were. And then, um, I was able to ride. And like I said, right around that two month mark was when like everything finally seemed like everything was, was back to normal. So wow. it was, uh, it was definitely a process. Like I said, a lot of like, we all raced, we all, like, I feel like the majority of us have had concussions, but this was the first time where like, it's taken me like month, like a couple mm-hmm. months, like two months before, like I was like feeling like myself again. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. that's that's crazy, man. Uh, I'm sure that's like a up and down roller coaster and 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 all this stuff. Like the brain is something definitely not to mess with because uh, it, it could trigger all kinds of things. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you have an awesome helmet on too. So I can only imagine if you didn't have a, a good helmet that you wear what what it, what it could do to you it, yeah it's yeah for sure i mean i was i was in probably one of the best helmets uh the 60 ar2 mm-hmm. um which has the removable cheek pads in case of like a neck injury and um stuff like that so i really think that that was the big part um i after the fact like later down the line like i took all the padding out of the helmet and looked at the shell and stuff and there was a little bit of damage like there was uh a couple little dents in like the foam on the inner side of it but there wasn't like any major damages to the helmet but like you could see where like i got hit i think kind of in like the back of the neck like head area Mm -hmm. um but like uh that was a custom painted helmet and you could see like on the right side like right back side like all the paint was just like pretty much like scraped away from it and in like one spot where i got hit so like um yeah it was a major hit to the helmet but yeah luckily i had a very very good helmet um 60 they actually took the helmet back um after the fact i sent it back to them so that they could uh look at it and kind of do some more testing with it and see what all happened where the damage was and stuff so they take a lot of pride in making sure that you know you're headed safe in their product right yeah that's awesome that's really cool yeah no and and the thing is 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 with a head injury and something that comes in that takes a long time to recover from so like you know with the crash being at the last round of the season last year, which we kind of after that race kind of automatically everybody kind of goes into like a quiet space, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's talking about racing for the past, you know, for the next couple months <laughs> or anything. And, and you know, we heard that you were doing good, right? But, but like one of those things with a head injury, it's not like a broken leg. It's not like a, um, it's not like a broken arm or, or anything that you can put a time frame on, right? It's kind of one of those things. It's like, it's got to take its own time and heal on its own. And, and, you know, when we, you know, we didn't hear anything for a while. So, um, uh, but it's nice to know that like, like you were able to get back and, and make a full recovery. And now you're, you're back having a great season, a great 2023 season now. Yeah, no, I mean, the heads, like, like we said, the head is so tricky cause it's, I mean, it affects so much and you know, there was no one really knew how I was going to come back from it. Um, you know, there's, you know, and with me taking that long to kind of recover from it and being like having it mess with my emotions, stuff like that. Like 
I couldn't tell you, like, I couldn't tell anyone a date when I was going to start riding again or anything like that. You know, it could have been, it took me two months for when I felt like normal again, but it could have taken three to four, you know, it, it just, no one knows with it. And, uh, so to, you know, come back and, you know, be having, like having success again, um, being on the podium in XC2, winning a couple of U.S. Sprint Enduros, like it, it is a boost of confidence for me knowing that like, Hey, I had that, you know, it was a pretty gnarly setback. Um, and like to overcome that. And I was never afraid of like what happened, like, um, the crash and stuff like it happened. Like, I, like I said, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. It was kind of like, I had really, really bad luck. And then I also had really, really good luck. I had really bad luck that it all happened how it did, but I had really, really good luck on how it all turned out because it could have turned out yeah. way worse than me, you know, having concussion symptoms for two months. You know, it could have been way worse. So, um, yeah, like, like I said, getting hit, like when I came back, riding with other people didn't bother me. Going fast didn't bother me. None of that bothered me. And I think, the reason that was was because i messed up on the hill like right. i was to blame like i knew what i messed up and really i just got offline on the hill and kind of like i like splattered a dead stump at the top and when i landed like i grabbed a handful and i was still on the steep part of the hill and front end of the bike came up and like i was falling backwards and i like kind of just couldn't get away from the bike and it all happened so fast it turned around and then that's when i was able to get away from the bike and yeah fell down the hill and yeah angus hit me so yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> no it, it it is good it's it feels a little weird this year i will say like the whole entire off season in florida and stuff um like it almost feels like i didn't take a break and i don't right. know if it because like that full two months like things were like pretty messed up with my head, like memory wise and just stuff like that. Like I would talk to people, like, especially that first week that it happened, you know, I had so many people reach out and like ask, ask about me, check in on me. And it was like meant the world to me, but like I talked to them like later on and they said, yeah, like that first week I would just repeat myself. Like mm. I talk in circles pretty much. Mm. <laughs> so, Man. um, like it kind of feels like I didn't take those, like didn't take that time off of racing that everyone does. Like when I was down in Florida, I was like, man, like I almost don't have that like drive that hunger to be down here. Like I did last year. And like, I'm like, it almost feels like, like I didn't take two months off. Like it feels like it just kind of drugged through, which and I kind of had to like come to terms with that. Like, mm, yeah, you know, those two months, like, yeah, my body was okay, but like my brain was still recovering. And I think that was like, that's kind of why I feel that little weirdness of like, it felt like I didn't take time off. And like, I like kind of felt like I wasn't super hungry, but, um, no, now, like, obviously we're a couple rounds in and I've had good results and like, I'm hungry to win. And, you know, I, I want to win and be up on the podium and, so far we've been able to do that a couple times so now yeah. we just need to keep doing it <laughs> yeah right. no yeah. i totally understand that what you're talking about with a because uh, you guys, you guys are on such a grueling schedule for so long of the year. You run multiple series, uh, multiple um, uh, national series, 
And, and then like you look forward to that two months, but you ended up having to spend that two months in a recovering mode. And I totally understand why it feels like you didn't, you didn't have that time. (laughs) And it's something that you did have to come to terms with, but, um, uh, uh, let's shift gears a little bit because, uh, uh, definitely don't want to focus too much on, on that, (laughs) right. But because you had a, I mean, You've had a couple, two, two solid rounds and so close to a win this weekend. What was the Tiger run like for you from start to finish? Um, the track looked like it shaped up to be a really good racy track with the rain coming in on Saturday. And you guys looked to be having a, a, a kind of a, a perfect track to ride on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, no, the track was good. Um, it was pretty tricky. Uh, that place, you know, the clay gets really hard packed. And the last two years at Tiger Run, it's been, you know, really hard packed, dusty. So the rain definitely helped. And um, in other spots, it kind of was a little bit deceiving. The four-wheelers made it really hard packed, slick, and it was really easy to lose the front in a lot of places. So, um yeah, for me, I got off to, like I said, was right around that top 10. I think I checked in first lap at in eighth, and the track was a little hard to pass on. Like, the track was pretty fast, um, and, you know, there was kind of one favorited line through it. And honestly, like, I watched a couple guys have mistakes and crashes in front of me, and I kind of just kept picking them off, and, like, in in my mind i was like all right like it's really easy to make a mistake like just keep riding like you're hitting your marks and everything like that and was able to get up to that kind of front group bridge bridge that gap they had a little bit of a gap on me and i uh, was able to bridge that and be up front and then um me and liam draper we went back and forth a little bit we were kind of playing a cat and mouse game um uh, i wanted him to lead he wanted me to lead <laughs> we were doing kind of doing that you know um in my mind you know i wanted to you know wear him down for that last lap and we kind of let Rui close that gap on us i think we had 20 seconds on him and mm. while we were kind of playing like you go no you go uh, <laughs> really really closed the gap on us and uh, then it was a three-way battle and then um I was, I got in the lead second to last lap. And, uh, that's when me and Liam were going back and forth and then last lap going into it. Uh, it was pretty much like a sprint, like, uh, but was riding really good, hit all my lines good and was under pressure from really the whole entire time. And was the, uh, going towards the finish, we had just this tight little pine section and came around a blind corner and was on the outside there's kind of some gnarly little tree roots on the inside. So I went outside so that I wouldn't wash the front on the tree root. And, uh, there just happened to be a lapper who had crashed on the tree roots and like his front end of his bike was off the trail. And like his bike was pretty much like completely sideways across the trail. And he had just picked it up. (laughs) And when I came around the corner, I just like didn't, wasn't able to cut up enough to miss him and I like ran right into his back tire and Rui was right there to see that and he cut up a little bit more than me and was able to get on the inside of me and pass me and I think we had like two more corners in the woods and then we were out in the field towards the finish and I just didn't have anywhere to try and counter him but I mean yeah I, everyone everyone had you know their run-ins with lappers and that's a part of our racing mm-hmm. and 
it was just like, it's just unfortunate for me that my run in with the lapper was right there. You know, I had a pretty flawless race and that was like, that was my main mistake that I made throughout the race right there. So, and it cost me the win. So I think I've replayed it in my mind about a thousand times on what I should have done differently now. (laughs) uh, No, I mean, like I said, it was just a mistake. And like I said, blind corner and, yeah, wasn't able to cut up enough. So, um, yeah, just now it makes me even more hungry to go out and, and win one. So it, it's, yeah. it's good, but it also eats me alive. So, <laughs> right. All right. You could, you know, you could take a lot of positives from this, um, for, you know, for one, now you, now you know what the pace is to run up front, um, to get that win. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, there was a ton of positives to take away from it. Um, like I said, starting that far back and being able to bridge that gap to those front runners and run up there. And, you know, like I said, lead the whole entire last lap until that little mistake. There was a, there was definitely a lot of positives to take away. And that's what I'm trying to like focus more on, even though like that's just in the back of my mind the whole entire time. Like, (laughs) man, I should have cut up more, but that's, that's racing. And yeah, it happens. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, are we going to shift? Would you, uh, I think we have a couple questions for you, um, on our Sunstar Chanis Brockett segment. Um, would you mind answering some of those? Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we're going to shift gears and go to the Sunstar Chanis Brockett's shifting gears segment. And, uh, Devin, do you have any questions that, uh, that, uh, are out there for Cody? So the first question we have is, if you could race one track from any point in time, what would it be? That's a tough one. (laughs) Um, Honestly, one of the funnest tracks I ever rode, uh, never raced it or anything like that, but it was when I was in New Zealand at uh, Paul Wibley's track at his house. They hold races over there for their gncc series Mm -hmm. and it was like this 15 minute sand loop that was like one of the funnest sand loops i had ever rode and i would say i'm not 100 percent sure how you pronounce his like that track's name Mm -hmm. but i would say that was probably like one of my all-time favorite tracks to ride and if i would be able to go over there and race that one that one definitely would be (laughs) I think on on the top of my list. You know, it's funny. Like you put uh, sand and fun in the same in the same uh, <laughs> sentence. There, a lot, a lot of guys are like, "What? Are you one of those guys that 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 love the suffer?" Uh, I mean, I grew up right like in Illinois, where I grew up. We kind of always had this like sand loam mix, so mm. we rode sand a lot. Um, but Paul's was like a fun suffering it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like florida gncc suffering oh, okay. like his 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 sand rollers and stuff like you could jump and have fun gncc sand rollers at florida you just have to bounce your way through them <laughs> you, can't, you can't double them you can't stay on top of them that's like that's suffering but this one was fun <laughs> yeah yeah that florida track looked so gnarly yeah. it looked oh, terrible we had man. we had ben kelly on after that race and he was talking to us we, we were talking because there was a video of him going through a set of the uh quote-unquote rollers and uh it looked just like he was having to muscle through everything so i can only imagine like when you guys we see those videos of you guys after the after that race and um 
And there's not, there's no acting in that. You guys are, I'm sure you guys use everything just to get through that race. Yeah, I mean, and with that track too, that sand was like dry. So like usually when the sand's dry, it moves real easy. But this sand was like dry, and it like grabbed your bike. Like oh. <laughs> it was, it was very weird to like when you would jump, like pretty much bounce your way through those rollers. Like, dude, it would like grab your bike in the weirdest weirdest ways and like exactly what you said you just like were muscling your way through it the whole entire time like it was just uh like a survival race like that track was like just gnarly <laughs> yeah sounds like so much fun yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a ton of fun next question Devin. all right the next question are you able to train in any way for racing through lapped riders no, I would I wouldn't say that you're really able to. I mean, um, I mean, it's hard. Lappers are always like obviously a talking point. Um, I've always kind of like I try and take into consideration like they're racing too, and like without those guys being out there, we wouldn't have a job. Those guys are the ones that you know buy products for their bikes and stuff like that that we use. So, um, but yeah, there's there's no like there's no way that you could train it i guess maybe you could like go in a cattle a cattle field with a bunch <laughs> of cows and, uh, and like try to hit the cows try, try and yeah try and guess which way they're gonna go when you approach them <laughs> and see like that's pretty much what you're what you're guessing with is i mean it's just another dude with that's riding and you know they think that they're getting out of the way and they're cutting left and you thought they were going to cut right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, right. We've, yeah. we've had um, a few guys on with different like tactics on how to get through them. And I think it was Strang that said like, you know, at some times he just has stopped warning people because he feels like, if like, he, warns he, them, it he feels them. like it warned if he warns them that he's coming like then they're going to make like an erratic move whereas if he just blows past them and they don't know he's coming then it's easier to guess where they're going uh do you have a preferred method or is it just kind of uh, scenario based yeah kind of scenario based i mean strang's definitely right like if you if you're coming up on them and you're revving and yelling and stuff, it can startle them. And then they're like, they're trying extra hard to get out of the way. And you know, they're tired. They're racing three hours too. And they make a mistake. And then now they crash in front of you or something. And then you were better off just kind of buying your time. So, um, I would say the hardest things with, with lapped riders are if you are behind someone like by just a couple bike lengths, you know, like just enough, like three, four seconds, like behind. So you're not constantly getting it hit and roost, but when they rev and then like, you gotta be like, you're still five bike lengths from the lapper, but you have to be on your rev limiter so that like he doesn't pull back out. And like, right. like I, like I said, they're racing too. So like he wants to get out of the way and then continue with his race. But like, in in my like experience like the first person goes by and then they pull out in front of you and then <laughs> you you run into them and you're like man what the heck like why do you have to pull out like <laughs> so, um, so yeah i would say like that's one of the hardest things is when there is that little bit of a gap between like you and another rider uh -huh. and they 
they pass a lapper and then like you have to hold it on the rev limiter to make sure that like they hear you right. so they don't pull out in front of you right so what you're saying is we heard it here if everybody wants to practice getting through lappers you just go cow tipping in a field <laughs> cow <tipping>. and uh <laughs> just hope for the best right try not to yeah. cow tip right try, try to avoid <laughs> yeah. the tipping yeah. of the cows with the bike yeah. <laughs> yeah. just like go right towards the herd and then just try and make your way through it because they're all going to scatter different ways <laughs> <laughs> i we like would, that uh, when we were when i was growing up we used to race in this uh this place we called mills pasture in illinois and it was this big cattle uh cattle farm pretty much and i remember always like when we would race there would occasionally be like these cows on the track like you'd be going through the woods and you'd come up on like cows on the track and it was one of the scariest things as a kid because the cows would run the trail like the dirt bike trail like when you come up on them because they you're, they're scared they don't know where to go and like it's the same exact thing as a lapper like you don't know where they're gonna get off they just keep following the trail <laughs> man that's <laughs> funny thing. that's funny i was wondering where you got the cow but now i now i know <laughs> where the cow story comes from <laughs> yeah as a as a as a kid growing up you'd be like you'd be in the middle of a race and you'd come up on these cows and in, in this cow pasture and you know they would some of them when they would get startled they'd take off down the dirt bike trail and then like you wouldn't know when they were going to get off like almost like a deer like if you yeah, come up on yeah. a deer and they're they're you know running down your trail so jo- it's the same thing right josh toth would speak to that because then he, yeah, yeah, he, he went last year yeah yeah <laughs> and then a couple yeah, of, he, he, that deer didn't do him any favors at that race no it no, did not no it's surprising <laughs> that that because if somebody's going to hit a deer, I would think it would be the morning class, right? Yeah. That's you... very true. But, I mean, I don't know what year it was, but Strang, like, wiped one out at Snowshoe. Yeah. I, think it took, I think it took him out of the race that year. I yeah. was, it, it shot, I was bike real up. young. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you imagine hitting a bear at Snowshoe? Oh, a bear. Yeah, there's sure. a lot of bear up at snowshoe. I'm sure there is, but I mean, could you ma- imagine a bear that get eaten? I don't want to ever experience that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They said, "What happened?" I was all good until the bear jumped out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, any more questions, Devin? Uh, last question I think we had was just, "What kind of hobbies do you do outside of racing?" Man, I mean, for me, kind of it all evolves around racing, but um, I'd say one of the biggest things is like mountain biking for me mm-hmm. like uh i ride like e-bikes quite a bit on like pump tracks and jumps and stuff like that and growing up that's what like we always did was we rode bicycles like um not really like not good at golf like not <laughs> in video games stuff like that so um i'd say like my fun is like i take the e-bikes to jump park nice. or like growing up i'd go to skate parks and stuff like that and just have fun with it um besides that like i feel like man the older i get and like the more i like racing like is my job now all my hobbies are just like for getting better to mm-hmm. for racing, for racing. Like, <laughs> like i've come to enjoy the things that i do for training like right. uh swimming, like swimming road biking like i said mountain biking things like that like even when it's like off season and you're supposed to be taking a break, you're like, man, 
I want to go to the gym today. Like I feel lazy. Like I should be doing this. Cause like, that's all, you know, like that's your hobbies to do. So, um, I would say, yeah, one of the big ones from my childhood is just riding bicycles. Like I said, taking e-bikes out to pump tracks and stuff like that and, and jumping and riding bicycles. Nice. Nice. You said said the older you get, how old are you now? Uh, I'm 23 now. Oh, okay. Yeah. What 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 it must be like to be twenty three? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm getting up there in age. Oh now. yeah, I hear you. We hear you. <laughs> You're talking to a group of vet riders, exce- except, except for except Devin. for Devin. <laughs> except for Devin, but but he has enough kids where he should like just his, his, yeah. all of his kids has like twenty years on. Yeah, I'm twenty four, but you had seven years for every kid, so I got three kids. <laughs> That puts me at 45, so I can run super senior. That's good right. math. That's that's good quick math. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah, <laughs> I like numbers. It's been a running joke. So he's had that waiting in the he's had that in the chamber waiting. <laughs> so hey, Cody, man, we're we're not gonna keep you on too much longer, man. We appreciate your time tonight. Uh, uh, like we said, really enjoyed watching you um, uh, uh, win that championship last year, and then just coming in this year strong and. And, and, and the, especially the past two weekends at the GNCCs and, and putting on the podium. And uh, we're excited to see what you do uh, next round next weekend. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it as always. It's always great to get on here and talk to you guys. And, yeah, no, I appreciate the season. Season's been good so far, so I need to keep at it. And, like I said, keep being in those on those podiums. And hopefully that will get us close to that championship. So that's the end goal. And, uh, yeah, definitely with these last two podiums, it, it builds a lot of confidence for me to one to, to want to keep getting on them. So, yeah, yeah, no, you, I mean, you're putting yourself in a good position. Um, and, 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 you know, you, you talked about your, your races, um, uh, last the the first two rounds you know if seventh place is your worst rounds man you're doing good i mean that's a you're you're not far out of the uh you're not far out of the points at all no i mean the the points are so tight in xc2 right now i think the top six of us yeah are all all like within, within 10 points, 10 points. Yep. Yeah. yep yep we were talking about that at the beginning of the show you guys are <laughs> like like 63 i'm sorry 83 points is uh first place with angus and yeah and then in sixth place, uh, Liam has uh, seventy-three points. So yeah. literally, you all are within striking <laughs> distance right there. That's and that's so cool to see. Yeah, and it's like I mean, any like there's even more people like further down the list that are a podium a podium threat every single weekend too. Yeah. And yep. the class just has so many people that are going fast. Yeah, so and then you're gonna be race. adding you're gonna be adding uh, Osborne in to the to the mix here, and I, I believe this weekend, if not this weekend, maybe the next the next round. So yeah, I heard that I heard that he might be coming back for this sprint enduro, and then yeah, maybe maybe returning for Coker. So I mean, yeah, he's definitely gonna be a threat. Um, once he, like I said, I, it's gonna be a little bit hard for him to just jump in the pace oh, right yeah, away, sure. especially when we're, you know, going on the fifth round, but he's a veteran and he'll be able to figure it out. I'm sure really quick. So veteran um, slash rookie, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you could say that. Yeah. But no, Zach definitely knows what yeah, he's oh, for doing. Sure, and, for sure. Uh, he's, he's definitely, I think once he gets like, I would say a race or two under his belt, like he's going to know, 
where he's at and what he needs to do and a guy like that yeah he's definitely a podium threat so yeah um, yeah you, you can't count him out no absolutely right. man and definitely can't can't count you out either uh second away from a win this weekend and uh just uh putting in solid rise man we uh we appreciate you uh appreciate you being on tonight man and we'll uh we'll talk to you we'll talk to you down the road buddy <laughs> sweet well i appreciate you guys having me and yeah we'll uh we'll check in later on so you guys have a good night you all too, right man, man you too later you too See you guys. See it. All right, yeah. guys. That was Cody Barnes. Uh, good to talk to him. He, yeah. He's a great interview. Very good. Yeah, interview. I lo- Very love good. listening to him talk. He just, you know, carries his carries his way mm-hmm. through the interview really well. It's, like, I love it when guys are just yeah. makes it easy on us. I'm just right? glad to hear him bounce back from every oh, that wreck dude, last so year and, and all that. And if you guys haven't seen that one, I'm, I'm, it I'm was sure scary. It, it was Instagram. scary. Oh yeah, it really was. That was one of those ones that, like, you saw it when I saw it, like. You see, his condition was still unknown, and my heart just sank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really one of those ones that 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 scares you, right? So, um, but it's so good to hear um, how good he he you know how well he recovered. Took a couple months mm-hmm. to get to get his head right, and um, uh, just kind of picked up where he left off last year, right? Right before yeah. that wreck happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, th- he was putting in some strong rides last year, and 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 now you know after everything that happened, and yeah, like you said, he he bounced back pretty. Pretty good, and uh, I say is the more we keep going, and the more he kind of sits back in that groove, he he will definitely um, start pushing more podiums for sure, and possibly some wins. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he finished fourth place last year, even with the bad last round. So that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So do we have any more? Uh, do we have any more uh, Sunstar? Oh yeah, yeah. We we Questions? got a couple more. All right, for us. Yes. Yep. Let me know when you're ready. We're yeah, ready. We're ready. Good. We're always right. ready. I was just making sure you were looking at that drawing. So. Well, just, I don't know. I, I had, go ahead. <laughs> what drawing? All right. There's a drawing over here. <laughs> yeah, we're not drawing. <laughs> so the first one is, what's the merch plan for Snowshoe? I need to know what to bring to haul it to Howard's Hole. This sounds like <laughs> it might be from a CEO Howard's Sorry. Hole member. <laughs> Could be. Um, Ask him, ask this person if they have a wheelbarrow. <laughs> I mean, he probably has a wagon or something. It might be a little easier than a wheelbarrow. Because although Devin's camera died, we uh, we have a uh, uh, a, a flea, li- flea rag right behind him. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be having a flea rag this year as well, and it might say like 2023 on it. So that way oh, you can... We're going to add the years now? May- I mean, maybe. What do you think? I don't know. What do you think? Know. That would be kind of cool. It would be cool to have like a little something a little bit different to make it a collectible thing. A collectible? Uh, yeah, because then... Like, only 100? Like, only 200 made? <laughs> no, let's, how many? How many do you want to make this year? Oh, dude, I don't know. It depends how much money we have. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make six of them. <laughs> uh, how many butt patches can you hold? Um, Ooh, the butt patches. Hey, listen, I was asked yeah. about this at the race over the weekend. Oh, the, it's the happening. Patch thing. It's happening. I think. They were like, "Hey, what did we figure out about those?" Uh, I think it's happening. Uh, they're fifteen dollars a piece. We can I, get we can get them made for fifteen dollars a piece. So if you guys want butt patches. Send them, send a request in, and if we get enough to like get an order, can, like, can we get our faces like on the sides of the butt? Just like smile, just little smiles on each side of it. <laughs> I'm down for that. Smile at the camera, Brandon. This one right here. Yeah, yeah that would be, and then the, then the split line logo right in between. <laughs> so that means if you're standing up and anybody comes up behind you seeing those, they'll be like, "Holy crap!" And they just yeah, right off the track. track. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. All right. Next question. All right. Sorry, I set my phone down. I got into the question. Come on. All right. Producer D. 
OTP is saying a podcast listens to his show, then repeats the info on their show. What's your thoughts on this? <laughs> what? <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, we're diving deep. We're diving deep here. We're just going straight for the uh, yeah, juggler, I guess. Okay. Um, okay. All right. It's news to me. Uh, well, so read that again. I, I OTP uh-huh. is saying that people are copying him basically mm-hmm. is what this question is so otp is saying a podcast listens to a show then repeats the info on their show what's your thoughts so, so basically basically, they basically would, steals material yeah basically <laughs> it'd be like if we went on there listened to a show and then came on to this show and said the exact same thing as what he said. well I, i'm gonna raise my well, you know, he's right we do say the word dirt bikes <laughs> we say uh I don't know. Somebody won. This, this is my race? material, guys, right here. I, I mean, and that was from last, like two weeks ago. So, so I, I don't, I don't okay. know. Okay, here's the thing. If you could see my table, there's literally no here's papers around. We do zero preparation for this show. <laughs> um, uh, here's the thing. I, I think I think OTP does a great job. Yep. Um, I, I I don't listen to much of his show just because I really don't have time. But I think he does a great job. With yeah. with all due with all due re- respect, yeah. Uh, but um, I mean, I guess he, and, is he, and maybe he's, he's not talking about us. Maybe he's talking maybe about he's not talk, else. But really, who else is there to talk <laughs> right. about? Right? right, that's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. If we're gonna get into it, oh geez, here we right? go. What's uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, about? It's about a year and a half ago. We were asked to bring people on the show. Right. Uh, we asked. We we sent out a a. Um, uh, uh, a story and said, who do you want to see on the show? And somebody had mentioned him. So I went to reach out and saw that we were blocked. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. So I didn't know why we were like, we've always extended olive branches to every other show. Yeah. Like we've had Mikey Wayne's on all the time. And every time that he's on, like we've promoted the bottleneck live show and we need to get him to do more of them, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. We need more bottleneck live in our life. We promoted um, the inside line. We promoted the inside line uh, and reached out to them, told them they were doing a good job. They are doing a good job. It's a fun yeah. show to listen to. Um, and then when Jeff Harvey was doing his show, we had yeah. his show on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had him come in Dig studio. Digging Deep podcast. Digging yeah. Deep podcast. We had Pulp. Cody Jansen come Pulp. on. Uh, we talked. Yeah, we, well, we, had, we, we, had Dark Side. we had Dark Side on from the Pulp yeah. show and yep. from the uh, uh, Moto X pod show. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was a competition like that. Um, but uh, as, um, as far as we're concerned... We don't copy anything. No, we don't There's copy There's no anything. notes. That's, there's no nothing like that. That's so silly. That's if silly. there is somebody out there doing it, we can't speak for them. Yeah. But, but if, he, if he ever wants to come on the show, like yeah, reach out, man. Out. We're happy to have you on the show. Like we're just a loving family over here. We don't really uh, – <laughs> like we definitely – okay, I remember one time I, I heard something on his show and I referenced it. Oh, boy. I referenced it. Did you? But I just – I mean that's kind of what big podcasts do. I mean if you listen to Joe <laughs> Rogan – yeah, I mean, I mean, any podcast. But if you listen to like oh, Joe Rogan, like he'll talk about like, hey, I heard this on that podcast. Yeah. Like, I did that one time. So if that's what if that's what he's referring to, and he's still mad about it a year and a half later, like OTP I, don't uh, talk about quads, right? No, he only talks bikes, about bikes. Right? Oh, just okay. bikes. Yeah. So we only still have the material. We're all good. <laughs> uh, all right, next question. Any questions? Any more questions? I, th- I think that's it for now. Okay, cool. All right, good all deal. Right. Good all deal. Right. Hey, guys, if you uh, make sure you send, uh, we like the funny questions too. Yeah, we like, know, to, we like some funny ones. D- uh, Doug Kirk, where's the uh, where's the life changing oh question? Oh my gosh, like, yeah. we didn't get one this week, Doug. You know what the problem was? We need to. Doug did say he wants three. He wants three butt patches, though. Oh, wow! One for each one, like 
One for him, one for the two guys, two little guys? That's what it sounds like. I would okay. say one one for him and one for the twins. Is that right, Doug? Yeah, I like it. But, right. but Doug, we need the life-changing questions up in the show. You know what it was? <laughs> we didn't post the ask me about my wiener picture. I know. Uh, I, I didn't want to wear it out. I didn't want to wear it out. Yeah. All right. We need fun. Yeah. We got to come up with a couple more. If we, I guess so, if we want funny questions, we need funny pictures. Funny pictures? Well, yeah. yeah. Let's come up with a couple more pictures that we can post with it, and Filter then we can kind of like rotate them. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so and what are we talking about now? Doug says he has uh, three sets of gear. Yeah, oh, by the way. is that oh, what it is? Oh, there we go. Oh, okay. So he needs so he needs five then. <laughs> he needs five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead and pencil um, in. Let's dive into the dirt bikes a little bit. We yeah, talked to some man, quads. I tell you what. What a, man, it is, like I'm so excited about this season. So excited to watch the 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 dirt bike races uh, this year compared to last year. Compared to last year. Well, I mean, last year was it interesting. Was good. It was it good. was interesting in its own way because right. it was like, who's going to make it to the end of the season? Right. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but this year, I mean, it, it's kind of like you know how at the beginning of the year, how we always were like, this guy can win because of this, this guy can win because of this. Well, it seems like this year, all of that hype, like that we create, mm-hmm. that we talk about, is actually coming to pass. Like it's actually coming to pass exactly how we say. Right. Um. Uh. Like. It's it's unpredictable, and that's what you want. You want to watch a race that's unpredictable, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, no one. I mean, it's cool to watch. I mean, like when Ben Kelly was on his roll last year, winning every race, and you know, pretty much riding Willie's down the start, you know, down straightaways and stuff. You're like, man, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see. Um, and then when Walker was on his streak, um, you know, winning all those championships in a row and winning all those races and stuff, um, it's really cool to see because you don't see, when you see a guy like that have that much talent it's like once in a lifetime to get to see but then again it kind of gets boring a little bit right as a fan because you're just like well you know this guy's gonna win again today this guy's gonna win again next week is anybody gonna beat him this year we have the xc1 bike class that is just you don't know flip a coin um you know i thought for sure Stu was going to show up last week and 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 win um, figured Ben Kelly was going to win that podium, and Ben was, I think, eighth, right? I think yeah, it was eighth place, yeah. 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 Um, so, Do you think the leg could still be bothering him? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean that, he, was a gnarly, he, that was a gnarly leg. Well, I, mean, I shouldn't injury. say still be bothering him, but would you contribute the eighth place to the leg for this race? It's kind I of think hard. He had, he had a little bit of issues, right? I don't think it was the leg. No, I think right. he had an if issue. If he made it through the first three rounds... I mean, obviously, the leg's still bothering him. He's yeah. openly said that it, it still hurts even when he walks. But with his riding at the first few rounds, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think the leg is what contributed to his right. issues. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, 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 I would hardly say it was the leg, but possibly could be. Um, you just never know. I mean, shoot, I mean, my knee, uh, it's, rain, it's getting ready to rain tomorrow. So, like, my knee right now is, like, totally, like, stiff as a board. I mean... Maybe something like that with his leg. You know, weather changes a little bit and maybe, you know, a little stiffer, a little sore. True. A little harder to get out of bed. Whatever. I mean, I'm. This weekend. Dude. I just hate that for him because he was doing so good. Fantasy. My fantasy. fantasy. Was looking <laughs> so good. He was on my fantasy team. Lane Michael could come up and this oh, could be a whole new, whole new podium. Lane was running great yeah. until the bike failure yeah. this weekend. 
Dude. I just hate that for him because he was doing so good. Fantasy, my fantasy, fantasy was looking <laughs> so good. He was on my fantasy team as well. He was on my <laughs> fantasy team as well. I don't think that he was. He was probably less concerned about our fantasy teams right. at that moment. Yeah, but, he wasn't uh, thinking about that. But I literally texted you guys and was like, "Hey, my fantasy looks pretty good right now." <laughs> and then so an it might later, have been my fault. <laughs> yeah, an hour later, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my fantasy looks pretty good, like right now. And then yeah. at the end of the day, we're all in the same gutter. <laughs> Dude, it was literally like. Uh, like three to five minutes after I texted you guys and was like, Hey, my fantasy looks pretty good. And then they're like, Oh no, Lane's having problems. You and know, then- <laughs> you know what sucks about, about our fantasy compared to like supercross and, and motocross is like, all right. So like you get 20 minutes at a main event in supercross and then, uh, you get two hours and, and three hour races for ours. So like your guy really good out. Or an hour and a half, and then all at once he just falls off, or something happens, and it just changes up, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, yeah, yeah, you know no, what I mean. It's Walker. <laughs> Walker posted. <laughs> Walker posted in the uh, uh, whenever I posted the um, uh, the for scores right. for the yeah. riders, and he was like, "Why do I even bother playing this stupid <laughs> game?" And I, dude, I'm with you. Why do I bother, Brandon? You're not doing good like you did last year, man. Where are you at in the points right now? I'm up there. I'm like top 11, I think, right? I don't know. I'll, I'll look. Go keep talking. All right. Keep yeah. talking like you're I, I, top listen, 11. I'm doing good. I'm doing fine. Listen, the guy went from ninth to first. All right. If I'm in the top 10 or like top 15, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I can just take over the points lead next week. And I'm trying to be like, uh, you know, try to, try to sandbag him a little bit. Try to be like the sneaky snake mm-hmm. and just kind of like, oh, wait. Never mind. Well, you're not the top eleven anymore. What? What am I? You're twenty first. Ooh, <laughs> two races in. I'll be back in two races. Yeah, two races. I, I I do have a sleeper pick coming. I do have a sleeper pick coming. He's a twenty two handicap. That's all I'm saying. And and I think it's gonna. Who it's is gonna it? Pay. I ain't saying. Oh come on! You gonna saying. be like that? I'm gonna be like that. I, I can't give it away. So I'm gonna win. Man, I'm do you gonna... know where I'm at right now? Fortieth. Fifty sixth. Fifty sixth. Last year I finished third, right? Yeah. Something like that. You, you you struggled last year, then you started coming up to the pack a little yeah, bit. I, but... dude, I don't know if I can come. I mean, when, when I was struggling last year, I was in the top twenty at right. least. But I'm right now, back. right yeah. now I'm 130 points out of the lead. Wow, that's a that's almost a full round. Yeah, yeah. You better just pack your bags. Yeah. Call, call. No way, no <laughs> way. I can still win one of those prizes, right? Listen, yeah, well, you if you can win prizes, that's bullshit. <laughs> I'm further back than Walker right now. Oh, shoot. Well, I mean, you also missed a round. Yeah, but I'm just saying <laughs> I'm further back than Walker right now. And you keep picking yourself every time. Well, that's what happens when you miss a round. What? All right, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and if I keep picking myself, eventually that's going to be good points. Eventually. I mean, let's do I, it. I know. Every time I got to put his in, I'm like, that's a zero. <laughs> Man, that's messed up. <laughs> At least he's on the charts, though. You are a pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think it's because you picked him so many times. You just got tired of entering him in. You, you know why he's a pick? What's One that? of the real reasons why he's a pick that? is because last year when Tom was building it, he picked the top 40 from round one oh, last okay. year. And those guys are the ones that are in. And then I've just added a few people here uh, and there. Okay. And you finished in the top 40 round one last year. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. I, did, I think you were like thirty fifth or something like that because that's uh, you're. Fi- you're I don't remember. Well, I know I, I finished know, in the twenties a couple times. I know where everybody finished round one last year. 
because when I'm selecting the picks, I go down. Yeah, that sucks for you. I know, I know. Hey, by the way, I found out a um, a uh, a shortcut. Oh, okay, another cool. shortcut. Good deal. Remind me to tell you. All right, yeah, tell me. So, um, is McGill calling in? No. Yes. I don't think so. Past his bedtime. Come on, Gator. Yeah. Come on, Jesus. Gator. No, you could drive no, here. No, time out. He could have drove here. He's not. He's not up here now. Oh yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Hey, no. Honestly, he was working on his porch. Honestly, I don't want him to come on this late because I'm ready to get off the show, anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and, and let's be honest, when he comes on, no, listen, who knows it, how long it, he'd be. McGill's got crown in his hand. It's always a good time. So let's just does he yeah, ever we'll, not have and, crown? And, and, no. Well, here, here's the thing, though. We'll wait. When McGill comes on, whenever he comes on, we'll just wait for like a day that we can like advertise it that he's coming on. So no big deal. Like yeah, we'll we'll wait for a time that we can advertise it that he's coming we'll on. Wait till it's time. Yep. We'll get there when it's time. We'll get there when it's time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh shoot, that's from a podcast. I shouldn't say that. Oh geez. All right. Anyways, uh, anything else tonight? No, nah, man. Uh, we call uh, good to be back. Doug says next week's ATV guest. Uh, we actually have next week's show already planned out. Yeah, we do. We, do. Really? we do. Yeah, yeah. This, this happened when oh. you were when you were south of the border. See what happened, guys? I leave for a week and they're already booting me, <laughs> keeping me out of things. <laughs> no, boot me well, out. We we asked them to come on last week and they they couldn't come on. But we we have our first ever mm-hmm. dual interview married couple. Oh boy, coming on the show. Yeah. Do, but, do they need couple counseling? We maybe maybe I, can if we they help do, them out. If I don't do, think if they do, we can do it. I mean, if, if they don't need us, we can we can cause trouble in their life. Oh jeez, right? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Let's say that. We're, let's, are, so we're gonna say it before we bring them on. Heck yeah, man. Uh, Devin, tell us, who, tell us who's coming on next week. We're gonna have Alex and Jessica Eloff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Alex, uh, he it, couldn't come on last week. Okay, because he is a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And schedules conflict. I understand. Yep. So. But he is coming on next week. Yep. Him and Jessica are both coming on. Uh, Can't so. wait to split them up. It's going to be fun. <laughs> what? What's with you right now? <laughs> what ha- happened to you in Florida? <laughs> Listen, dude. So but, divorce I, I counseling. I've seen things in Florida that I, I can't unsee right now. My eyes are burning. All right. Okay. We got to get this. Oh, dude. Tell you, us. You have no idea. So, like, can we so, talk about right, it real quick? Yeah, we can talk about it on the show. Okay. Real quick. Uh, so we get down there. It's like the first day. Uh, we're into baseball a little bit right now. So my uh, the Tampa Bay Rays is having spring training game. So it's like sure it's cheap tickets. It was like twenty bucks a ticket or something. So we went before. So we get a little little early. We get to have some lunch, right? So we walk around this corner. We're walking down, and all at once, you know, it's it's like eleven o'clock in the afternoon. Um, we saw like like four or five women like have some Uh-oh. like wigs on right oh all right it's Uh-oh. like blue r- wigs red wigs yellow like, whatever i looked at my wife and i was like hey man that's that's your kind of crew you better go join that and just laughing and giggling so then we turned the corner right as soon as we turned the corner i was like there's this two guys standing at the atm literally i caught fish net i guess all you could see is white butt cheeks Literally, you can see him, right? Literally. I, I literally put my hand over my boy's eyes and I just like he's like I'm like, don't even look, just keep on walking. <laughs> my wife's like my wife literally looks back. She she wanted to check out the front side. She was like, I had to look. I'm like, uh, I'm glad you did because I could not. But literally, I see this guy just you can just see it all ass, straight butt cheeks, <laughs> all right. I'm just like, what the what's going on? You know, he said literally so many times that it reminded oh me of God. this. Turn turn my volume up on my phone. It reminded me of this. It reminded me of this. Maybe. 
It's a you got dog me? at you muted. Lead, literally, lead. It was, it was, it was terrible. Well, I literally cannot burn it out of my hand. Well, we Eyes. are glad that you are back, Brandon. Yes. We're glad that you're back and we're glad that you're. I saw a lot of burnt butt cheeks. Yeah. Too. Yeah. We're glad that I'm glad <laughs> that you're back for I baseball. Think, I don't think they make a pair of bathing suit bottoms that, that, that aren't thong. <clears throat> I don't, I don't think they do. He sounds like an old man right now, doesn't he? Like, he listen, does. he like, sounds very old. Listen, it, it's whatever. You know what I mean? Like, if you have the body for it, I guess wear it. But some of these people just don't have the body for it, <laughs> and there's no nothing against them. It's just like, my goodness, like a lot of red asses. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? I don't know. What are you? Playing? I don't know. What are you? Doing? You ready to get off the show? Is it time? It's time. Yeah. Let's get I out like of here. it. I'm sweating, dude. I'm sweating too. Should put some deodorant Open on. Open that window back up. Brandon, take us out take of here. Take us out. All right, guys. You guys, is glad to be back. Um, couldn't do this show without these awesome get uh, awesome sponsors. Thank Cody Barnes for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um, MagnaOneMotorsports.com, guys. That's where I need. That's where you want to go to get any of your gear anything you might need. Um, if you don't go on the, the website, go check them out the track. Uh, they have used bikes, helmets, goggles, gear, and more tracks out at any GNCC, any PG events, Magna one's a Magna one clean it revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike, ATV or anything else you bring to the track this weekend, like share, comment, do whatever you got to do. Show them love. Let them know split line sent you that way. Uh, guts racing seat covers guys. Um, it's like, the best seat cover you can run uh i love him i run him devin runs him coop runs him whatever he rides uh any any shape size collar there's no dis- discrimination there how many shapes are there well you got the t-shape you got the o shape you got the whatever and you get all kinds of shapes like a toilet seat right uh gotta have the perfect one um still savers <laughs> guys literally go run get yourself some still savers um one of the best investments, especially on your practice bike. If you don't want to run them on your race bike, whatever, you're weird. If you got a practice bike, it'll save you some time, some hours on that on that suspension, get you a little bit more bang for your buck. In if you want to even want to save a little bit more bang for your buck, split line, capital S will get you twenty five percent off. Anything on the website, bike, ATV, UTV, mountain bikes, they got you covered, buddy. Even your hands. Sunstar Channel Sprockets, Case Art and Steel is what they're made of. I was going to ask Coop, but he's too busy over there messing with his phone. Oh. Uh, <laughs> best performance there is. <laughs> if you want to finish a race like Devin over here, just, he did this weekend, uh, run Sun Star Chance Rockets. All right. Best you can run. That's what I run. What's that discount code? Uh, split line 30. For a cool 30% off. Oh, I like it. I was, checking, yeah. I was checking my text messages. Craig just texted me. He said he loves your uh, commercial voice. Does he really? Yeah. I have a commercial voice? You do. You do change it a little bit. Oh, I like it. <laughs> So he's quitting his hey, job and going hey, to radio. No, 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 no. Hey, no, 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 no. Quick shout out. Castos. Uh, what Craig, I forget. I'm so oh, sorry. Geez. I forget what the t-shirt company name is, but they will be making our t-shirts here soon. So we got some t-shirts coming in that will be made by, I think Casto designs or Castos t-shirts. So if you guys hey, need we'll, any we'll t-shirts, just rename them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let us know, and we'll we'll send you over to them. Because these T-shirts, I promise you, are going to be premium. 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 Premium small. Yep, we're gonna have a split line T-shirt. Casto. And I'm not gonna tell you. 
Creations. Casto Creations. Thank you very much. Yes. So we're going to be getting T-shirts coming in soon, and uh, I like um, our name better. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be telling you guys what they are yet. I'll surprise it to you guys with a uh, a drop mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram. So yep. uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, are, are you done now? I'm done now. Are you that's, done interrupting? That, that's, that's a Jesus. commercial. I'm gonna have to like interrupt that's for this extra commercial we had right next, there. Next time he's on, mommy interrupting Devin. Yeah, guys. Um, happy Easter to you guys. That's the one thing about his. Uh, his uh, so he does it again. That's yep. one thing. About, <laughs> that's one thing. About, that's one thing about his commercial persona. He cannot be interrupted. Keeps it up on the seventh another podcast. Uh, <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Hey guys, happy Easter! Um, if you're looking for a place to ride this week, coming weekend up here in the North Central West Virginia area, not St. Harris Scrambles. Uh, I think they're on bikes on Saturday, quads on Sunday. Yep. Um, I'm sure they're going to have some kind of Easter egg hunt going on over there. Mountain State Harris Scramble Series. Richie Nolan and the gang over there will hook you guys up. Go check them out. This should be a great weekend for racing up here. I think the weather's right around 60, 78, 70 degrees this weekend. So Perfect premium racing weather. Racing weather. Yeah. A little bit of rain tomorrow in the forecast. So mm-hmm. it should be pretty perfect. <laughs> um other than that, guys, I think that's it. That's the show. Hey, and since Craig's listening, I just want to let you know that we need a uh, we need a, uh, a a race coach for the nine hour race. A race coach. Or, it was actually or, your um, wife that told us that. Oh, okay. Craig's not listening. He don't care. No, he's listening. He texts me. Fix the Kawasaki, Craig. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. All right, guys. Episode one ten. We are out. Peace. <laughs> When I look at the television, I want to see me.